Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. This is Andrew Frezza. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about how to attract more of your ideal clients to your gym and how to retain those ideal clients for longer. And I wanna kick this episode off by sharing a quick story, which was a couple weekends ago, my wife and I and our two young boys went to a local coffee shop. Uh, this is a, a more, I guess, high-end type of coffee shop, not like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks, which you, know, you could argue Starbucks is higher end as well, uh, but more of a niche type place that has really good high quality coffee and teas and smoothies and a good food selection, more of that like healthier, slightly higher price side of the uh, coffee market. And it's a place that we've been to before, but one thing I noticed this time around was that there's all these signs that they have posted on the front door, when you first walk in, near the counter, that are basically policy signs. Um, but I really felt like in the, in the way that they were worded and how many of them there were, it really didn't rub me the wrong way. It didn't, or didn't rub me the right way. It didn't give me a great feeling when I was in there. So some of these signs were things like related to masks. There was probably four, five, six different things that said, you know, wear a mask or we won't serve you. Um, it's not political, just wear your damn mask. Um, I don't know if they cursed in there, but that's kind of how I took it. Um, there were things related to not being on your phone when you ordered. So, you know, make sure you hang up your call or we're not going to take your order or put your phone away or we're not going to take your order. Um, there was things related to being patient. So, hey, if you're not willing to be patient and wait a little bit, you can go down the street, you can go to McDonald's. Um, I could have the exact wordings a little off on these things, but basically it was many of these different signs. There's one or two things that I'm, I'm even forgetting now, different policies that were on these signs. And they were fairly aggressive for written text of, of trying to get the customer to act a certain way or to be a certain way. And as I kind of sat there, uh, you know, having breakfast with our family and thinking about it a little bit, I just found it really interesting. You know, interesting in the sense that it wasn't hugely bothersome to me. It wasn't something that I was like, you know, angry about that they had all these signs, but I reflected on it. Like I didn't feel great about it either. Like I didn't, it wouldn't make me excited to want to come back there next weekend, even though the food and the coffee was great. It wouldn't make me want to refer that place to a friend of mine. If they asked me, you know, where's a great place to go. And actually if a friend of mine did say, hey, where's a good place to go? And I recommended it. I would probably even give them a stipulation of, hey, they have some weird, crazy signs, but their food and drinks are great. So I would almost be kind of like hedging my bet a little bit to say, you know what, this place is pretty cool in this area, but they're kind of weird or off in this area as well. So I think in terms of them speaking to their ideal clients and creating really good raving fans, I think those types of aggressive signs really miss the mark. And I know if you guys are listening to this podcast, you probably don't have aggressive policy signs around your facility. I'm not too concerned about that. But where this might show up is how you communicate and talk to your clients where you're so focused on an end result that you sort of, uh, I think the saying is like, you miss the, the, the forest for the trees, right? You, you're so focused on this, this small situation that you miss the larger picture and the bigger outcomes that you're trying to achieve. And, you know, I think any business, we really have to think about like, what is the feeling that people associate with our business and what are we trying to create? And are the policies that we're putting in place 
are they really there to serve the 99% or just uphold the standard with these one or 2% of crazy people that aren't really our bread and butter people. And we could put all the policies in the world to try to mitigate these issues from happening, but they're probably going to continue to happen because there's just going to always be one to 2% of things that we can't account for. So I would encourage you guys as staff and coaches and owners to speak to the 90%, speak to the 99% that do look closer to your ideal clients rather than trying to be so perfect or uphold such a standard that you end up missing the forest for the trees. And where I've seen this happen both personally with me as a coach and also in other coaches that I've been around is in terms of holding a standard of movements, okay? So it could be a competition standard. You want people to squat below parallel. You want them to hit their toes to the bar if they're doing toes to bar. It could be little things like that where you get so focused on the outcome you wanna create that you miss the point of like, why is that person there and how can I make them better? And is holding them to the standard actually making them better in the context of their goals? Or is that just something that I feel like is necessary to coach them into? And a lot of times we get frustrated or defensive with clients to try to protect a certain standard when that standard is, is fairly arbitrary or unnecessary in the first place, right? This could also happen with members who are late to class or no show in classes, right? Are, are we getting so caught up in that person uh, missing the standard of being on time that we aren't understanding enough or empathetic enough to realize what could be causing that and how we can, might be a part of the solution to help them get on time and help them understand why they need to be on time. And I think Mo brought it up really nicely, Coach Mo, in our uh, podcast we released recently about public speaking and being on camera that, you know, she was saying something along the lines of if you're in a group and you don't have good relationships built up, it's usually, it's, it's easy to feel like you have something to defend in those moments. Like you have to defend your personality or your worth as a person or worth as a coach and anytime we're doing that, anytime we're getting to this position where we're trying to defend, especially in a, a very client-facing business like a gym or a coffee shop, then we, we often are going to put the, uh, the needs of a few above the needs of the many. And, um, you know, I, I, I look at myself as, as a customer in relation to that coffee shop, in relation to our business, and I feel like I'm very much an ideal customer for both. So I, so I think about what are the things that give me a great feeling when I come into that gym, when I come into that coffee shop. And it's not gonna be these, these aggressive signs that are telling me what not to do. Um, you know, if someone, if I do something, I would love for a, a employee to gently remind me to not do that thing or hey, put on your mask or you know, can we provide one for you if you, uh, if you don't have one. And if that causes an issue with that one person, you can address it right there with that one person and say, hey, we can't serve you because of that. But to create signs that would prevent or, or make hundreds and thousands of people feel less excited to come to your business because you want to uphold this standard, um, I think is often is missing the boat. So those are my thoughts. I hope this didn't come off in any way related to mass or the political side of things because it's not about that. It's more about your relationship to policies and upholding policies and speaking in a way that speaks to your ideal clients and what you want from your ideal clients, not what you're trying to avoid. 
So hopefully you guys found this helpful. We are getting closer to launching our coaches immersion in-person coaching experience, spending four days with us, developing your skill set as a coach and learning from our team. So if you're interested in that, head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash immersion, fill out the form, let me know that you're a coach, not a gym owner. And uh, that's all I have for you guys today. We'll see you on the next one.